Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Michael Dean's show. We are here. We're trying to keep it consistent now. I say that and I ain't uploaded it yet, so niggas. Anyway, uh, my name is Michael Dean. <laughs> You're joining us here on the Michael Dean Show. Joining me today is Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? Just cooling. Just cooling. Chill on a Saturday. All right, Lever. Just cooling. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. Okay. That was my cut, though. Uh, what was that? <laughs> Casanova. Ah, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm, I'm actually that old guy. I'm, now I am literally that guy now. That old. Hey, girl. I don't say all that, but. Watch out here now. Yeah, watch out here now. <laughs> all right now. All right, shorty. Chinese. Sir, we don't say that anymore. Okay. Hey, damn. Y'all don't do it like it's not like too short that bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, that is the Bud Light. I'm sorry. Way, wow. out, of, way out of pocket. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of them shows. All right. Also, joining, you heard him. He recently on a on a show prior to, prior to this described himself as spicy. Uh, <laughs> so I said you would no, be spicy. No, no, no. my brother. <laughs> no. <what? laughs> who who y'all gonna trust, me or the Bud Light drunk fool? Come on. Oh, okay, Mister Ampoo, go right ahead. So how are you? I am doing very well, very, very, very well. Except, okay, I, I got. I'm sorry, I know we ain't got enough time, but good Jehovah God, please give me the strength and the grace to survive these children. My two year old broke my PlayStation Four. She oh. broke it, and it took everything in me not to go off like mom at that school. Uh-oh. I just was like, go to your mother, go. <laughs> Go to your mother. No, go to your mother now. I do not want to be around you. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. I mean, it's working, but I can play digital games, but I can't play any disc games. And I was heated. And she up there just he 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 he. And I'm looking like <laughs> if I if I had a belt right now, I swear. New age parent. New age black parent boy. The, I mean, dad, the daddy crying about his game console. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Damn right. I, was, I ain't gonna lie. I was ready to. Boy, Big Mama and him would be turning in their grave over this. Now, it is the best of part is I called my brother and was like, yo, give me 20 bucks for this uh, PlayStation game and so I can go get me a, a, a Xbox version. He's like, why? And I told him. My brother goes, Shut your ass get. I remember the time you broke my toy car. <laughs> wow. I was like, you still holding on to that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pay back some more. <laughs> Damn. Ain't this about something? Well, man, that's a uh, that sucks. Definitely sucks. Well, we appreciate that you didn't go all in on your child. And we talked about the mother who had uh, whooped her kid. It was last week, week before. But I had not actually seen the video at that time. So I think we've all seen it at this point now. And I actually want to play it because it's one thing to talk about it. and But I want to at least give the listeners a little more context because let's hear. You're not going to be able to see it, but you can at least hear the foolishness in this. This is just crazy, man. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
That's, I can't even take any more of that. It's, it's sick. This is a mother talking to her son. Now, if you don't see the video, she has essentially, um, it looked like a whip. It's like some belt and tethers and it's whipping him. And there's a, there's, and I'm, yeah, black mother, black son, young boy, the white, teacher young teacher girl standing there and then there's another girl there who i think is a friend of the mother and then there's obviously the person who's filming this who is another girlfriend of the mother and as you hear in the language she's talking to this young boy who can't be no more than i don't know six seven he, years he's old seven the seven. kid is seven he's seven years old and it sounds like she in the prison system or like in the streets and some, you know, and this is a female talking like this. Sound like a whole thugged out nigga, but this is his parent. So I, as you should, I have a very big problem with this. One, I'm not against whipping kids if they act out. But what I am against is whipping them in anger. Right? You never want to discipline your child in anger because then you are going to probably be going crazy. Two, the language being used here in front of non-family or just anybody out in public is reprehensible. Now, you notice I said the language in front of somebody else. I wouldn't use necessarily this type of language to my child, but there could maybe instances where me as a man, I might speak to my son, depending on what situation is where I have to trick. I have to jock. I have to shock him. And I'll be like, I might say a cuss word or something to them. We're not, you're not a little boy. I'm not playing games here, but what I do that, at his school in public, would I do that to a young black boy in front of a white person of authority? Hell no. Hell no. And would I whip my child down in front of these people? Hell no. Run and go grab him and pull him out the, the lunch of all his friends and start whipping on him. Hell no. That's worse. And the, I, I'm not going to say I don't get it. It just sickens me 
this aggression to our own children. You'd think that he threatened his own mom's life the way she was so aggressive and, and beating on him. Why do we go that hard on our own people and uh, our own kids? If that's how she would treat her kids, does she have the same energy on other situations, other people? Oh, I probably not. I don't It just doesn't make sense. Why would we be so aggressive to your own people? I understand you want to correct them. I don't know if it's dad and the family, blah, blah. But why do it like that in front of everybody? And and I want to ask the question why they didn't do nothing, the, the, the administrators or the teacher. But I know why they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I already know that personally. But this is this is horrible. So I was I, I came across this because I saw a news story that she was in court, you know, about this and where they gonna press charges, put her to jail. After seeing this, yeah, she needs to be locked up. Uh big sexy man, what do you think after seeing this? You know, I've been looking through this, and first of all, someone I don't know, a commentator or whoever in the video mentioned this, that she treated the little boy with ma toxic masculinity. I have a problem with that. Don't put that on us. I got nothing to do with anybody other than her. So I'll try to put this as a symptom of toxic masculinity because no, no, wrong. Also in the video, someone says she needs counseling but not jail time. Yeah, you're half right. She needs both. She needs to go away. She needs to go have a seat for a few weekends or a few months. I don't know what this little little guy did, but it cannot be, you know, warranted to go in there and grab him out of school, out of the lunchroom, and just beat him like he was, you know, some some dude in the street. No, he needs to be taken away from her. As she got other kids, they need to be taken away from her too. I understand child rearing is constitutional. Yeah, 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 yeah. This woman does not deserve to have these kids. And she deserves to go to jail. Anyone who has a problem with it, I don't give a shit. It's that simple. Watch the video, then come back and see me. She's a horrible, horrible person and needs to go to jail. Period. And Pooh, were you about were you this close after the PS4? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not, absolutely not. I I can't even bring myself to spanking my daughter just yet. The most I do is uh, the Tasha uh, finger thump. <laughs> somebody <laughs> like oh, yeah. sit down, <laughs> and she just laughs at me. Okay, <laughs> so I'm the youngin. I'm not gonna lie. I have no problem going up to the school, catching him in uh, on the playground or in the lunch area, grabbing him by his shirt and escorting him out. I have no problem when you do some dumb stuff, disrespectful, acting clownish, whatever. I have no problem with you getting embarrassed in front of everybody because I feel like if you want to act up in front of everybody, you can get checked in front of everybody and be seen. But all the extra stuff, the cussing at the kid, which I think is really unnecessary. The damn sure beating them outside of the home. What are you, what are you doing? 
And I mean, I, I get you want to correct the behavior, but she was just way out of line. And I don't understand what I, I always go with. What are you trying to accomplish? What is your point? The only thing you did was you just showed everybody you's a crazy ass woman that would beat your kids no matter wherever the hell you at. So I say stop with that. But for me recently, yeah, I'm going to put him on blast. He deserved it. My son was disrespectful to one of the teachers, which after three years, I can't believe it took three years for him to do it. So, I mean, I guess we can tip our hat to that. But he had had enough and shouted at the teacher and get a phone call. And I'm like, see, he lucky I work from home because <laughs> let me because I feel like my mother. Let me have to leave my good paying job and come down because you want to act a monkey fool at school. Monkey anyway, I went fool. To- <laughs> That's what my mother said. Yeah. <laughs> I was leaving my job. <laughs> yeah. So I went down there. He's sitting out in the waiting area. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah, let's go. Like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're going to do. I said, can I talk to the teacher? She, they said, yes, you can go up there now. We went up there, went into the class, and I wanted everybody to see me with him so they can do that. Ooh, Katie in <laughs> trouble. I'm like, yep, he sure is. Had the teacher come out. We stood in the hallway, and it was in between. I think they were uh, leaving for recess or lunch or whatever. So everybody saw us. Katie standing right next to me. Talking to his teacher, Katie looking down like, oh, man, I'm in trouble. Yep, you are. And I want everybody to know you decided to act a fool. But I, I didn't lose my temper. I didn't get loud. I didn't act a fool or anything. I calmly asked the teacher what happened. She told me. Then I said, okay, Kaden, you tell me what happened. And then, <laughs> this, is, this is how dumb kids are. I'm saying <laughs> Not only did he confirm what she said, but then he started stitching on himself and stuff. Teacher didn't even know about. <laughs> didn't oh, tell no. him. <laughs> and then he tried to say, but I didn't do it. I'm like, you just said you did. You and you caught the other please. Wow. So there's a there's a way to have this. In my opinion, there's a way to correct the, uh, the behavior. There's a way to embarrass them without demeaning them and doing causing irreparable harm. And this chick. I don't know. I'm, you don't want to get into the masculinity, where the father's at, and all of that. Because in my opinion, it starts with her. You not having a man or the father in the house, so this, I don't think would have improved her behavior. Mm. Yeah, she was on some other stuff. Man. And the other point is, and, why and, I, and I get this shit too. That's that, <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to get jump on the school administrators, but at some point, don't you say, no, you need either you need to leave or you need to take this situation out of here because you definitely ain't going to record us on this school standing here watching you whip this boy's ass. (laughs) And I I get your point of why you probably saying you don't want to get in the middle of that because you don't know how crazy she can go off and whatnot, but there got to be some self-preservation because if I don't know if that's a charter school or a district school, but the, uh, the, 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 the district attendants or whoever need to be looking at it. Like, how did you let that happen on our, on our campus ground? Now we got the gov- the state and the federal CPS coming and see how many other kids we let get their ass with by their parents on school grounds. Nah, you know what it should have been though. It should have just been a, we're protecting this child. You know, point blank. Good point. Yeah. You know, the, if ain't nobody else gonna stand up for this little boy, that teacher, uh, I seen there was a man in the, the lunch. He said, "Hey, nah, you you can't do this. You you can't do him like that." Not in here. Nah, we, 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 let's just calm down. 
you know, I'm not trying to tell you how to be a parent, but you're not going to hit this boy in front of me. Uh, she not the way you go. Yeah. Well, she would have escalated. She would have got dealt with it. Then you dealt with it. But somebody to protect these kids, man. And I know, I wish somebody would. Sometimes they will. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know what? <laughs> On certain, if you out of, that's why I said, you don't do that being that upset at your child. You, Because if, if you start whipping somebody and you're upset, then you'll start beating them. And to me, she was beating him. You know, and, and so, yeah, man, somebody should say, you know what, ma'am, I know you're going to be angry, but you're not going to hit, we're not going to hit the child. Like, we're not doing that. You don't, you need to calm down. You're talking real. First of all, you, your tone and delivery in the school, that ain't accepted. You don't tell me. And here I do, ma'am. And if you raise that belt up in front of me, I was, I'm break my leg off in your ass. You need to calm the fuck <laughs> And I would have told her in the language she understood. And that's on my mom. And then you'd have been fired. <laughs> well, hey, but the little boy would have been safe. And hopefully they'd understand, like, we're not going to have, we're not going to let somebody beat their child. Not, she's in a rage. And they got it on camera. So it's obvious this lady is in a rage. That's why she's going to jail now. She's in a she's rage. She's in a rage and she brought her crew with her to do this. Yeah. The oh, fuck? Talk yeah, about they to probably... the left, to the left. I was like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. And they probably should catch some charges too, in my opinion, because it, I, just, I, really, I really just don't get... I can understand if somebody else had recorded it to try to be like, we want to get charges on her. But what the heck are you going with her to film everything? Like, yeah, we about to go viral. Yeah, yeah. slow down, it. girl. Let me catch up. Now you're going too fast. Right, uh, <sighs> I see. It's a generation that's been caught up in a lot of uh, that's that was failed, and she's a part of that generation, in my opinion. <laughs> she is just out of control. It's, it's a, it goes to a deeper issue, unfortunately. And uh, we don't have enough time to get into that. But, yeah, man, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. You know, like you asked earlier, where is the dad? You know, where's the father of this little guy? You know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm sure after he woke up next to her, he thought, you know what, I can't, I can't deal with this and ran for greener pastures. She that could be, off. buddy. Or he could have just bailed out and been a sucker. I mean, you never know. It could, yeah. it could be a whole bunch of ways. And uh, that's the... And that is really the problem right there. Really the problem. You know, people want to keep blaming, you know, women being hoes and ratchets and giving it up and having funky attitudes. Well, Negroes, y'all need to be really discerning, too. Because as Mike has said, yeah, I'm going to put it on you. (laughs) Protect your seed. Yeah. You know, it's easy. It's too easy for you to be like, oh, I can just walk away. Okay, yeah, but now you got... You'll, you'll see that is regardless of you being a father or not, that is still your seed. And now not only is he not being raised by a real man, a real father, so to speak, but now he's in a situation with a trash ass mother. And we don't know the full picture of her situation, but based on what she's chosen to expose to the world, she's a trash ass mother. Easily. Yeah, it takes two though, so they all trash. Yeah, and yeah. that's what we gotta yep. fix. And you know, we can't let stuff like this happen. This, these kids, that little boy, he ain't asked for it. That's all I do know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, 
can you imagine? He has to go back to school. Right, and it's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. He has to live. He lives somewhere. Now he's probably going to be in foster care, and they probably haven't seen it. That's going to carry around for him, carry around with him for at least the next three to four years until he stopped looking like that little boy. <laughs> People don't know, remember what he looked like. But he'll remember. Yeah. That's the sad part. He'll remember. And he had it. And the thing is, when he goes back to school, it's not going to be that, you know, she came out and shape, she came and pulled him out of, out of the lunchroom. It's going to be, man, your mom's just fucking crazy. Because she is. Yeah, and he did that every- ass locked up. For at least the next three years, he can never talk about nobody's mom. Mm-mm. Oh, you no. Ain't got, you ain't got no jokes. Oh, on. no. <laughs> you want to go there? I'm sorry, you really don't want to do that, man. <laughs> or, or you'd be like, I'll call my mama. It's crazy. What's the mom from The Wire? Oh, oh God! <laughs> Name is Mama. Oh, Name is Mama. <laughs> and she ain't got nothing on her. All right. Anyway, switching gears real quick. Um, new movie. Uh, there is a movie that just came out called Twenty One Bridges, which stars Chaswick Boseman. Uh, Chadwick. 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 Damn. Chadwick, Damn. Mr. Chad, we'll put some respect. Back. After seeing but this, like, I put some respect on his name. Chadwick Boseman. Uh, some of the producers of this, along with Chadwick, is also a producer, are uh, Anthony and uh, Joe Rizzo, the Rizzo brothers from, of course, the Marvel Russo. movies. Russo, that's hey, I, <laughs> hey man, bro, just roll with it. Roll with it. The Russos. Uh, but this is a, a movie. Uh, yeah, so this is the new movie, 21 Bridges. It's a cop thriller. Um, it has been getting bad reviews, actually. I saw online. I, I was First of all, most people were not reviewing some of the cats that I follow. And then when I looked on Rotten Tomatoes, actually, I'm going to go there now. I could have swore the reviews were not very good. And I was like, damn, maybe I shouldn't see this. It's sitting at 45% now. So I guess I consider that rotten. I don't know if it matters, but anyway, it's only forty percent. Let me tell you. So I saw this movie. What is the movie about? Uh, Mr. Chadwick plays a detective uh, in New York City uh, at the very. And I'm not spoiling this movie. I think most of this is in the trailer. It's a setup, but he is the son of a police officer who was apparently gunned down or died in the line of duty. So he grew up to become a police officer. Um, So at the beginning of this movie, there is a robbery of some drugs. These two guys go in. You don't really know what's going on, but they go in to rob, uh, I guess, like a drug house or something. And when they get there, it's kilos there, but it's way more than they anticipated. And some police come to where they're at as they're trying to get out and a gun battle goes down and they end up killing cops. And let me say, I love action movies. I love gunplay action movies, John Wick, all that kind of stuff. The gun battle in this vicious Cass is 
busting off in this movie. The two guys who play the robbers, I don't know their names. I've seen their faces before in many things. They was doing their thing. The white dude in this, I have uh, Tyler Kitsch. He's been in other movies. He was like a, wasn't he like a superhero? I think he was like, uh, he was in that Wolverine movie, I want to say. He played, uh, what's the guy with the cards? The mutant. Gambit. I think he played, I don't know, was it Gambit in that movie? He's got the cards. In uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that was him. But anyway, he's he's cold in this movie. He's on some Tommy from, he's like, if Tommy was the, was like even a super hardcore type of cat. But anyway, these two guys rob this place and they kill cops. And so that's this is what the movie is about. And you see this in the trailers. Uh, the police, we have to investigate and find these people. And basically Chadwick, he's like the lead detective. He comes in and he's like, how are we going to catch him? Uh, he's like, you know what? This takes place here in, in New York. They got drugs they want to try and sell. They can only do that in Manhattan. So shut down Manhattan. And they're like, huh? It's like, yeah, that's the only way we can do it. So they agreed to close Manhattan, the island. And apparently there's 21 bridges connected to that island. So they're going to close all of them and trap these guys in the city of Manhattan. And we got like four or five hours to try and find them. That's all I'm going to say about this movie. There's little twists and turns in here as you sort of understand what's starting to, what's really going on and stuff. This was a cold-blooded movie, man. You know, uh, I can see why probably some of these cats didn't want to give it the good rating because, again, this is a movie about the police. There's some corruption in this shit. Uh, there was a lot of corruption in this movie. Uh, and if you probably hardcore Blue Lives Matter, you're like, man, now this is trash and Yada yada. If you probably low key white supremacist, you probably ah. <laughs> this isn't that good. Um, you know this play. There's a lot of little slick shit in this movie. There's a there's some great dialogue from between the cops, and I know it. It's all intentional because uh, it's just some low key like racist cops and then like how the black cops got to deal with situations. There was a hell of a funny line. I was the only one in the theater that laughed at it. But one of the characters was talking to Chadwick and he was like a FBI agent and he was talking to Chadwick. He said something like he, he was saying something. Oh yeah. You're just your trigger or something. He was like, Hey, you better put some enunciation on that when you call him. <laughs> And he basically was saying, motherfucker, sound like you're saying you're calling me a nigga. That shit was hilarious. Um, so there's little stuff in there. The cops be going back and forth with each other. Uh, who else is in this? Uh, J.K. Simmons is in this as well. Even Keith David has a very small role in this. But essentially, man, they got to track down these two ga these two dudes. And the plot just gets thicker and thicker. And you start to realize, like, something else at play here. And I kind of could tell it's one of the movies where if you, I was like, ah, I see where this is going. I don't know why Chadwick's character don't <laughs> and he go wake up, but you kind of see, I was like, ah, we will watch that movie. But he's, you know, he's, he's blue all the way through, you know what I'm saying? But 
yeah, man, this is a cold movie. There's a lot of dope gunplay in this movie, a lot of action. Uh, and it's just a, a, a cool little thriller, man. It's not like the greatest movie of all time. But if you went and saw Black and Blue, which came out a few weeks, the one with Tyrese, which was a damn good movie, this sits right up there with it, man. It's like two ill cop movies with black folks as the stars. And it doesn't ignore, you know, today's environment. And this one, you know, dealt with the military a little bit. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, so I'm not, I don't want to spoil it to talk going even further with it, but I'm telling you 21 bridges is a good goddamn movie, man. If you just have like a, a nothing to do on a Sunday or matinee, go watch this one, man. You'll be like, Oh, cause I was like, Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. You bust on them. Yeah. You know, I was all into it. You know, you know me. So I, I'm in a theater. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm enjoying my shit. Uh, it wasn't nobody. And there was maybe like four people in the theater on a Friday afternoon. It was like four o'clock. But I had a ball, man. This this was an excellent movie. Shout out to Chadwick did his thing in this. He's It's so interesting because he's actually a little kind of dude. He's skinny. But I'm just so used to seeing him in Black Panther. He was all yoked. You know, he looks, he, he doesn't look anything like that. Uh, but he was handling it. Man, his character was busting. <laughs> and apparently his character, like you see him, he's in an AI meeting at the beginning. And apparently he doesn't smoke like the most people on the force or some shit. Like he's a killer. He kills cop killers. That was his whole thing. So it was very interesting. Uh, but yeah, 21 Bridges, I'm telling you, better go see it. It's good. I know they ain't going to pump it up. I don't know. I don't know what why they're not. Cause it's it's a good movie. Maybe it's just not a blockbuster or something. But yeah, man, uh, dope. It, it'll be on digital. I'm sure in about three months. So definitely check it out there. There you go. All right. Um, also, real quick, uh, we got to jump to the Mandalorian. Episode three came out. Um, did you guys get a chance to see this? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? Oh, okay. Well, I'm enjoying the updates, believe me, so go ahead. And have you seen The Mandalorian? Yes, I did. Watched it yesterday morning. What did you think of this new episode? Ah, man. It was uh, it was on point as usual. And then when the, the Calvary came, woo, <laughs> that was like on your left. I was going to go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, no you go ahead. Well, I was going to ask a question, and I was maybe I was confused a little bit. Are they saying that there was only one Mandalorian that would leave that compound at a time? Is that yeah, what? Oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's what I picked up as well. Um, for, for me, because I, I, I saw Q left something he was talking about, uh, in there about the they, the Mandalorians don't take their mask off, and then was asking about Django. That's you know that's a good question. My implication is, is that this is something like this code of the Mandalorian happened. Like maybe t- during the uh, the the first original trilogy trilogy type thing, but yeah, that wasn't explained either. But th- that's the assumption I'm going with. Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know the lore of it per se. Um, but I will say uh, they continue to to kill it with this show, man. I thought this episode was the shit, man. Like, just uh, I'm trying to remember. 
he goes back for the, I guess I'm spoiling a little bit, but he, he's going back for the baby. He said it's a change of heart. And he's just like taking, taking them stormtroopers down. Like I was like, oh shit. Uh, just every little situation. And when you get to fighting against all those people and he pulled out that flamethrower on them niggas. <laughs> Like, he was a fool yeah. from that. Like, back the fuck off. Oh, I was like, damn it. Carl Weathers, damn, bro. They got you on the sucker side. But I mean, he's 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 going by the cold. I get it. But I thought he was gonna be the good guy, but he's kind of like the bad guy. Kinda. I don't think he was the bad guy. It's like, yo, this is the game. Yeah, that's and true. They gonna pay. They gonna pay me to bring you in. <laughs> that's true. You know? it's, like, it's like it's like plain and simple. I gave you the bounty. You delivered. Now you you got your reward. <laughs> you now you taking it back. Like yeah, yeah, he, uh, he basically Mandalorian is Captain Save a Hole, and he's like, yeah. now you want to save the hole? All I know is, is when he when uh Carl Weathers took that shot, I, oh sorry, I was like, uh, uh-uh, they better not have did Apollo Creed like this. Oh <laughs> hell no, hell. No. And then he got up, I'm like, okay, yes, yes, <laughs> rise. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yes. I was like, I was like, there's no way they pumping up Carl Weathers right. in the show just to be gone after <laughs> that three episodes. That would have been a cold move. That's how they did it too. Uh, uh, I'm like, oh, then it would have been the one brother at the time. Oh, you gave us Carl Weathers, but he's gone just enough time for Lando to come back. Okay. Hilarious. I see y'all, Lucas. Hilarious. I see y'all. <laughs> but yeah, they better, he, yes, he better be, have a longer story arc. And, and I, I just think that in that situation, the Mandalorian can be, he better not be in his feelings on that. It's like, just, it's the game. You a bounty hunter. This is a body uh, hunt, you know. They put it on you, just kind of like John Wick. John Wick didn't get, in, and, and I understand. I don't want to dovetail too much, but he didn't, he didn't get in his feelings. He knew the game. You messed up. And then you're the bounty now, sir. Yeah, well, apparently he did get in his feelings because yeah, he went and got him. I can't remember how it ended though. It's like he just flew off into the sunset almost. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't get a chance to read the, the article where they were saying what the Mandalorian was about. But when I saw the reveal of episode one, I was like, this could be Long Wolf and Cub. I kind of mm. could see that. I need to read the article if that's where they were going to go. But I'm, I'm kind of peeping that. And I'm I'm liking some of the theories. Was that you? Did y'all talk about it last week? Some of the theories about where this whole thing may be going and the implications on Rise of the Skywalker? Yeah, we either talked about it on the show or put it online, but you know, I was gonna ask you, what do you think they're doing with that they wanted to do with that little baby? I think they want to try to figure out why the cloning was successful and it might play, you know, just like I, I saw in the video, it might play into how uh Palpatine comes back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just know okay, it can't be I mean, how far are we going with spoilers? Oh well. Well, ask Big Sexy. <laughs> he hasn't seen it. So. No, let it rip, man. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, wait. it can't be. Uh, uh, he can't be Yoda. He can't be because no. I just think that the Star Wars universe are, are going to lose their freaking mind. Maybe it is a clone, but he can like just like how Palp. The, the assumption is Palpatine. I mean, well, the assumption now is because of this, 
that Palpatine is a clone, but somehow is endowed. So it's really, really him as opposed to just the just the clone, the clone with his abilities. But I just can't they can't do that with Yoda. I think people were, would be willing to accept Palpatine because he's on that type of stuff. I don't think they'd be able to accept, OK, yeah, this is going to be Yoda, Yoda clone and whatnot. You know, I don't know what to think, man. It's because I just don't understand then it would be like, so all the aliens of that race have force powers or why does he seem like a baby Yoda, like literally like a baby Yoda because he's doing, you know, force shit. So I don't know what they have going on. Uh, well, I've read that Yoda species is very um, high in, oh man, fucking Lucas. It's very oh, high in chlorians. Yes. <laughs> so that's why, of course, he's, uh, he's, he's uh, exhibiting his force sensitivity. It's like either way they go, somebody could easily say this is some bullshit. But yeah. it's, it's done so well so far. It's just kind of like, well, shit. Yeah. So I, I don't but, know. And the thing is, and I'm going to say, everybody, you know, get off the ledge. We don't know where this is going. Our assumption is that is a clone of Yoda. But I highly doubt they're going to make he it'll be a clone of Yoda, but it's not going to become the Yoda we know, as opposed to Palpatine, where I don't know what they're going to because people are assuming that they're figuring out how to bring Palpatine back. And by the time from that period to the rise of Skywalker, they perfected it to bring him back with his uh, his mind, his memory and all that. Well, definitely, I will be watching every week. I know that much. Uh, this is very good. Um, like I said, uh, it was very. I, I like just going home, coming home Friday, and knowing that there's just new Star Wars, like quality. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, two things. I have to give the series an L for spoilers destroying that robot in the first episode because that robot was dope as fuck. Oh, it's kind of like the IG-88 looking dude. Yes, yeah. he was. Oh, man. Everything they had him doing, he was just murk. I was like, okay, here's his sidekick. This going to be dope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was, I was and, and then when they did the blaster type thing, too, I was thinking like, damn, he's cold blood. He took out the, I'm like, oh, no, the robot's gone. Okay. Damn. I like the robot. And the other thing is, is I'm not. I'm really not feeling this whole once a week uh, uh, release schedule, especially when you're not giving us uh, like if it was a one hour episode and I'm talking about an HBO stars one hour episode. Yeah. But you're giving us 22 minutes every week. I mean, you they can get away with it because it is Star Wars and it is a very high quality show. But I'm just letting you know, I'm not a fan of this weekly release. Give it all at once. I'm not mad at it. Um, I think the complaint is short-lived. I mean, obviously, if you were to wait a couple months, the whole thing is going to be sitting up there. For most for people who sign up, they'll be able to binge watch it. But it's high quality, so I, I, I'm not mad at it. It's not... It's actually not uh, like power. I, I use this example. You can't wait to watch that. And... This doesn't have that super anticipation, at least for me, the way the story is. Um, so then it might be a little irritating if it was that engrossing. But I don't know. I, th- 
I find like it's something look to look forward to. I, I could go either way. I like when they put it all up there, but I'm not mad at that it's in pieces. Again, I feel like there's so much I want to watch anyway that I don't have time to sit there and watch the whole. So, so now I can watch this. I can watch the Wu-Tang. I can watch some other stuff. But, you know, I, I understand why Disney's doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart play because you got to keep people coming back and getting new subscribers. Yeah, and it so gets that. It, it definitely gotta... creates that weekly buzz every week. You know, if they just dropped it all at once, they ain't going to be trending on Twitter every week like that, you know. So definitely keeps them top of mind. Yeah. So. And, you know, and all you can do is be uh, hope and anticipation for what they're going to do with Obi-Wan and, and the Marvel shows are coming. Yeah, I guess not somebody saying. I wonder is this an indication that the Marvel shows would be thirty minutes too? I wouldn't be surprised. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much time you got left for this, but um, there is. I think you mentioned it, and you know, some other people have said online. Uh, John Favreau might be getting the uh, next Star Wars trilogy, and might actually be getting control of the whole Star Wars universe. Which, you know, he has a good track record. And he's a fan and that could go bad or good. But based on what we've seen so far with Mandalorian, it could be good. And all due respect to Kathleen Kennedy, she goes way back with Lucasfilms, but they've had some missteps and not just overall with the story, but, you know, firing directors, being uh, having to move dates around, you know, if they do let her go, I'm I'm not uh, I wouldn't be opposed to John Favreau stepping in Favreau. Yeah, I mean, I think he's done. I, I can only go by these last couple episodes. <laughs> I don't uh, I've seen his other work, you know, for Marvel stuff. I could go either way. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy I don't know if it was her choice to put out Solo and Rogue One or if it was more mandated from the top my whole thing with Star Wars is they just have to make it cohesive and they don't need to be rushing it I personally don't have no problem with Force Awakens or The Last Jedi so I don't really well than those here's things, what I go ahead, go ahead here's what I say can you, and this might be unfair to judge MCU versus Star Wars, but can you imagine Kevin Feige sitting at the top of the MCU and having, um, you know, the Avengers going one way like um, Force Awakens was and then having Age of Ultron pretty much like, OK, this is where uh, the first Avenger was going, but we're cutting off that story and going over here. And now it seems that. Here's Infinity War. Like, well, yeah, forget about Last Jedi. We're going to carry over what we started in Force Awakens. I just can't imagine that. And that, in my opinion, that goes to Kathleen Kennedy. You're talking about two films. Well, no, what I mean, what, what I'm getting at is <laughs> you look at the Force Awakens, they started some stories, some plot lines that when you got to Last Jedi and a different director, he just said he shitted on that. And it's like, yeah, we cutting that. Which uh, part did he, what part did he like, shit on? Who's is who's um uh what's her name? Ray's parents. Uh the Kylo Ren thing. He dove the, all into that. What are you talking about? No, he didn't. He just said your parents are nobodies. Right, who's, but he, um, he he centered on it. I mean, she's it was still a part of the story. You just wanted them to reveal it to you? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean it, it was like a dangling plot like in Force Awakens, and then when you get the last Jedi, well, your parents are nobody. 
And it was just like, because it seemed like they were building into something. Well, that's, that's and a, Ryan that could, Johnson that could was be like, a character yeah. lying to her, too. We don't, I mean, we don't know where it ends yet. You wanted to answer there. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm I'm not saying I wanted he, to answer. You said he deviated away from, I'm asking you, how did he deviate? He, yeah. He continued on with that, that whole plot. If he, if you take it at face value, it seems like this was the mystery that J.J. Abrams was setting up and Ryan Johnson was like, yeah, now forget it. This, 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 this. We're moving on from that. And it but just seemed like- But he didn't move on from it. He kept the mystery going. She's try, still trying to find out who she is. Not they didn't based give on, you an answer. <laughs> they not based they on the end. They didn't ignore it, as you seem to imply. They killed it. It's like your parents were nobodies. You're taking the do, characters. Do we, you're taking one her. You're taking her protagonist, protagonist characters, antagonist, antagonist characters, trying to fuck her up. As that's the final word for it. And we're talking about a middle part of a trilogy. That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't mean that's the end of it. Just because he said that in the story. Based on, I'm sorry. Did you take Based it on, on Facebook? <laughs> If you take it at face value, it appears that that story is done. Just like um, Snoke's story is done. And that was kind of a big thing in the first film. That's what it looked like they were going. And How was his that, story a big thing in the first one? There was the mystery of who he was, his backstory, how he got the power of the resistance. And then by the middle of the second film, he's dead. But they still didn't Which solve just, them. But they didn't, <laughs> so they didn't give you an answer to the mystery. That doesn't mean they can't tell you later, right? There's still it's another possible. movie, right? You sp- okay, where they're where they're teasing Palpatine and saying "fuck Snoke." I'm just saying there isn't. It doesn't seem to have been cohesiveness in their overall trilogy story. It doesn't appear to be. Okay, and I that'd be that like somebody saying, Kennedy. that'd be like somebody saying well, Star Wars original one, uh, Darth Vader, or they won at the end or something, and. Now in the next one, you find out Luke's his father. All of a sudden, what the hell? That doesn't make sense. Or, or you thought that uh, he was going to get with Leia, but then the third one they changed it so he's his sister. Yeah, I mean, it's. A, I mean, that's just a part of the story. They're not giving you the answers yet. That don't mean that they ignored it. They the the movie literally starts with the last scene of the first movie. <laughs> Don't it? Yeah, where he throws. Where right? Where the last? I mean, come you on. You don't like that, Darth. You, and I, I can understand why people don't like that. Luke was not seen as they saw him in Return of Jedi. No, you want to see a badass Luke, and you, where, you're you, mad. Where are you getting this? You were about to say, and he throws the lightsaber. As well, was okay, okay. That was the story. Okay. What, you do realize wrong? you cut you cut me off. Oh, I did. And Go I'm ahead. saying is they they made that lightsaber seem important. They made a thing. The final scene was she connects with Luke and like here's your lightsaber. We're like right. oh. This this is a big powerful moment. And then they open it up with, oh, he just throws it away. We just like, damn. Right, because it wasn't really about I, the lightsaber. It was about finding Luke. Right. And I, we did the review. I said Luke, I didn't have a problem with the portrayal of Luke. The only problem I did have is like, they didn't have to kill him. He didn't have to die. But I I thought he was badass projecting himself across the galaxy to right. protect the to save the uh, the the resistance. Right. So no, I didn't have I didn't have a problem with Luke's portrayal. Well, I didn't have a you just your whole thing <laughs> had a problem. <laughs> I didn't, no. <laughs> that butt light. Man, I tell you about that butt light. Oh, blame it on, blame it on the act. I can <laughs> What I said was they 
showed us the importance of the lightsaber. And then when you Did give that? it to Luke, he just throws it away. It was like, well, then why the hell were we supposed to think this was so important? Well, that's what I'm saying. We may about. get those answers later, but I think to me, they showed the importance of Ray's connection to the Force. And it was triggered by that lightsaber. That's what they showed, to my opinion. And then she had, she had to go okay, find that she had to go find Luke because she thinks I, I had to give him a lightsaber so he can join the battle. And he was like, "Nah, that ain't what I'm gonna do. What I will do is see what's going on with you, and I'm gonna help spark the rebellion." But again, there's still another piece to go in this, so they sort of left it open, just as. The second movie would. Uh, they didn't give you no definite answers, but neither did they do that in Empire Strikes Back either. You didn't know shit about the Emperor in Empire Strikes Back. And at the end of Return of Jedi, you didn't know shit about him either. That's facts. They never told you nothing about his backstory or who he was. There's just some dude in the cloak that showed up in the second movie. You didn't know who the fuck that was. And then the third one, he has a bigger role, but you still know nothing about him in that movie. You only learned about his story in the prequels. You didn't necessarily need to know about him. It had, that had nothing, takes nothing away from those first three movies. The same way with Snoke. I don't, I don't see what's the difference between Snoke and the Emperor. You didn't know shit about the Emperor. Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be cute this week. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Too smooth falling to that track. Yeah, later. <laughs> All right, we we're going along on this. Actually, we got to cut this off. What happened to Mark? Where you? Come, come on, man. Uh, he Mark said, "I ain't that ain't my lane." Uh, can I get my counsel? <laughs> I like object, object to something, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't object to this, man. This is not Mario. <laughs> I'm not talking about Trey. <laughs> All right. Um, any quick thing? Quick before we wrap this short one up. Uh, How's Stadia doing? Who? Stadia, Stadia, whatever that Google thing oh, is. Hilarious, hilarious! I don't know. We have to bring in not Sean Hicks. <laughs> we have to bring in Sean Christopher. Yes, apologies, Whoa. Mr. Disco. Apologies, Damn. Sean Christopher. So they all look alike. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have it. Um, but you know, salute to the service. And we're talking about Google Stadia which is uh, Google's gaming streaming service they just came out with uh, last week, or they're rolling out now yep. as we speak, I guess. And it's been an ongoing thing on our on our uh, Discord chat. I'd be kind of messing with Sean. I know he, <laughs> he's serious about it. But, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. I, I think, I personally, I think the idea of it is great. Uh, and I actually, I actually used to, used to use a similar service uh, a couple years, a year ago or so, but I just think it's not, it's early for something like that. And I think that Google isn't necessarily positioning themselves to actually uh, be the, not to say the leader, but to be dependable for that. Um, I don't think they're marketing it properly. Uh, in my opinion, it just, it's not necessarily, uh, ready for prime time, but it's a, they're pay, you know, it's a service you have to pay for Where and, and by comparison, you know, Microsoft is actually doing a real beta of this for their own service, but it's free. You know, if you sign up and they pick you, 
and the games are free. And, and admittedly, it's not a product for sale yet, so it's not all the way 100%. But it's about this, you know, on the level, it offers the same sort of service as a Google in some capacities, but you're not paying. But the Google one is you got to pay like 150 bucks or something for it. Um, and I just think that when you uh, launch a product, you can't give half half a product, you know, and then charge full price and then tell me that this stuff is coming later. Unless you really focus on, you know, getting the trust of the marketplace so that they'll ride with you through that. Then that's something else, but they don't have that. Right? They're not that brand isn't known for the gaming industry or community of fans to give that trust off the gate. So they're they're going uphill, and you know, Sony and Microsoft are sitting on the top of that hill, and they got all the brand trust in the world, and they're like, "We're doing this too, but we'll just put that out when it's ready." But you'd be willing to roll with them a little bit on it if it came out and they're doing it now, but they're just doing it for free. Cause they know you're not going to compromise our shit just to be first at this. You know, if we're not going to give you all the, all the shit, it'd be like if somebody said, yo, I got a big Mac here. It's a dollar 50, but right now we only got one piece of meat <laughs> and the buns, the rest of it's coming later, but we're going to charge you a dollar 50. Now you'd be like, but I'm not signing up for that, but yeah, but you get to taste a little bit of it. And so you can't really you're putting out a product that ain't hundred percent and charging hundred percent for it, you're gonna get some pushback. Particularly if it ain't the best what? product, right? Go ahead. I get your point with the product, but sad to say video game has been kind of doing that for the past five years, putting out a game with DLC to come later. And even Capcom got caught with this. They actually built a character into the code of their game mm -hmm. that can only be accessed if you purchase it as part of DLC later. Right. But Capcom, Capcom has brand recognition and has fans that rock, rock with that. that will, some people will accept that. That's what I'm saying. Like you can get, yeah, they, you can get away with that. That's what I'm saying. If you know that you have a brand then you know, you can do some shit like that and people going to rock. Google don't have it. You know, they don't have that in the gaming space. Nintendo can take an L and has taken L's, but they still rock because people ride or die. Oh, you had the VR unit that she was flat trash. Yeah, no problem. Game Boy, let's go. Oh, uh, what was the one before the system they got now? P people thought it was a little the awkward. The Wii U. The Wii U, eh. but the next one that popped off, let's go. You know, they still, you know what I mean? They got brand, they, they are strong brands, so they can take that. And keep it rocking because people know that they come with quality. There's they don't have that track record in gaming with Google. So that's why I'd be like, eh, that's a that's a tough sell. You coming into a space that you're new to, and there's people that dominate that space. You got you gotta overperform to get the trust. You can't underperform. You know, that's that ain't gonna work. It's all what's gonna happen is probably in the next Two years, Sony and Microsoft would put their versions out and they're going to blanket the fuck out of that with the marketing and all that and the trust. Ain't nobody going to be thinking about no Google. They'll be like, oh, yeah, Google had it first. They probably spearheaded, the, you know, their technology is probably maybe powering some of this, but 
Ain't nobody gonna be thinking about that. They get they they get crushed. They get crushed in marketing. That's and that's something they don't market stuff. What have they ever marketed? All of their products, in my opinion, work because you ain't got no choice because they're the lone best in that particular thing. Like the Chrome browser. Okay. That is basically the best browser. So they win by default, but they don't market the shit. Gmail, they're not necessarily marketing that shit. They just the, the best thing there. Even YouTube, they don't necessarily have to market that. Yeah, they started doing that now, but they just the best there. But they don't know how to really market they shit. You don't see people just running around saying, Google, yeah. <laughs> the only thing they really market is that, that Pixel phone, like Google. And even that, still crushed by Samsung and all the rest. <laughs> I mean, just because yeah. of brand recognition, you know. You can have the best of anything, but, but as my man Quick would say, can you sell it? So we'll see. I could be wrong. Uh, Last thing I want to bring up real quick. Uh, there was a story that came out uh, it was the Paramount Act, I think it was called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And essentially, it was like a thing to stop corporations, I guess, to uh, be able to have like monopoly um, movie theaters. Uh, let me read a little bit. It says the Justice Department moves to end Paramount antitrust decrees. Uh, Department of Justice will end, will seek an end to the Paramount consent decrees the landmark agreements that have barred studios from owning theaters for the last 70 years i guess they feel like now that's not necessarily an issue in terms of movie studios making a move like that but to me I, that just opens the door for, for you know amazon cinemas <laughs> you know free with your Amazon Prime membership or something or Netflix cinemas or something. So now in those companies that got big bank and could easily buy that and not blink an eye and start some theaters up and then just show their content through it. Um, whether they make money at that theater necessarily or not, it'd just be a way to lock that whole little situation down. It's like, Oh, well, or it would open it up for theaters basically just damn near, probably reserve every damn screen in the theater. I mean, they're kind of low-key doing that now, but they're like, nah, just go ahead and we need we need another seven screens for that new Marvel movie. But that only leaves us with three other ones for other movies. Oh, well. We'll pull our shit and start our own. <laughs> what you gonna do? So this will be very, to me, I think this will be very interesting. You know. What say you... That's kind of scary to an extent. And at that point, I'll, I might ring the uh, Disney Monopoly alarm if that happens. But I just can't imagine Disney getting into the the uh, the theater game that I don't see the, the full benefit, especially now that they got Disney Plus and they can drop it there. They could raise the price to Disney Plus monthly and put their uh, content content there if they would if they so choose once they get uh, global penetration pause. Um <laughs> Overall, I, I see it more so. I, I don't think, I don't believe studios are going to get into that game because there's probably a whole lot of logistics that they don't want to deal with. I see more so maybe Netflix, maybe Amazon, maybe Google doing that. But, 
you know, and they have, you know, they start financing more of their own films to do that. But as far as traditional studios like the Disney, Universal's, Warner Brothers, um, Viacom, Paramount, I don't think so. So you don't think like a movie studio who has billion dollar movies they put out? If somebody said, well, if we own the thing, we don't got to split the costs and we could probably make even double that maybe. You know, it depends on the up and then we and then we can get other theaters to put their movies in our shit. <laughs> we make movies off money off of their shit. Well, so we're making the th- triple. We're making, you know, all the proceeds from the movie <laughs> and proceeds off of their movies. Well, here's the thing you gotta remember, Mike, the billion dollars, sixty percent of it is outside the US. If you look at okay. uh, top, if you look at the average topping out of these billion dollars films, they're coming about four hundred million. And yes, that's still four hundred million, but the majority of it is there. But then there's the expenses of operating those theaters. As that's well. what I'm saying. But then you'd have the other income from the other bigger movies that you don't own, which that's you almost force them yeah. to play in your theaters as well. <laughs> yeah. If you can blow out, like if they said, "Listen, we can buy out a, a was it what's it called AMC." If we just bought out AMC, okay, cool. We can operate that. Well, that we then that means we don't have to. We we get all the costs from our movies plus concessions, and then when the next other movies from the other companies come out, they ain't got no choice but to play them in our theaters because we own the motherfuckers, <laughs> and they can't bankroll a theater. So where are they gonna play them at then? So when they movies make money, we making money. I wouldn't see why that would be. Why they well, wouldn't I do mean, that. I, I don't know the numbers and the logistics on it, but I, I, I see your point as far as them making that money. But you got to remember, it's U.S. only. And like you look at where the money, like people keep thinking some of these movies are bombing. And it's like, yeah, in your mind, that may be bombing. But there's people they're thinking globally and they're making all that money globally. Oh, well, I, sure. I, can't, I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. But I guess uh, they leave out the, the other part. But whatever the money they make in here, this, well, you can make more. And not only can you make money off your movies, but you're gonna make all the money off of their movies too. And you swoop and you lock the game up. Mm. Then you, you control distribution we'll at that point. <laughs> so again, well, AMC is a Japanese company, right? So they can be they probably be like, man, psh. there's a reason why they have their company over here and it and that and that money you described, they don't own their theaters over there. They own them here. So there must be some money in it. But we'll see. Like I said, it, it wouldn't. Same thing like Amazon. It'd be like, oh, oh, you don't want to give us the awards? Stop it. <laughs> How about we buy the chain out and we put them in there then? And now that company, maybe, and we don't even care if we make the money on it. If it makes enough or we can make the money in seven years, run it at a loss. Fuck it. It's free to all our Amazon Prime members. Who ain't going to want to sign up to Prime? And they say, you can go see the movies for free. It'd be some innovative thinking like that that should change the game up. And But again, it'll take deep pockets to be able to bankroll something. And of course, these companies got the deep pockets and they've shown us they'll lose money hand over fist to gain it in the long run. And so if they think in a Amazon play a long play, like, fuck it. Watch how we fuck, watch how we innovate the movie system. <laughs> Make the movies free. You just got to pay us the $6 or $7 a month to get on Prime. We're already, op- some would probably argue they're already operating at it at a loss if they're giving you free shipping and they're creating all this million dollar contents that they put on the TV 
on their streaming. What's to add another thing to, to have some movie theaters around the country and we get more signups, you know? But, but you know, we'll see. There's a reason why the government is letting this go down. Somebody's probably getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the bottom line. I just looked up AMC. They're U.S. owned. Uh, you sure about that? Uh, well, I mean, if Wikipedia can be trusted. Who owns the company that owns? So what company owns AMC? Uh, founders. Uh, headquarters is in Kansas City. Key people. Chairman Adam Aaron is the president CEO. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wanda Group. Okay. What, oh, okay. You're right. What, yeah, what, what's up? One, what, wait, what, 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 I said, what? I said, yeah, you're right. I, okay. I see. Owner is Wanda Group. Is it some China? It's a subsidiary of Chinese okay. company. Okay. All right. You try, you say, say, I try to get, you try to get at you. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't try to get at you. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga, hey, I like, hey, that's right. You gotta do I'm that. Jason Terry, Jason Terry, looking at you right now. That's all right. You know, I'm not gonna say shit. I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's all good. No, you have. Stop it. <laughs> For the Stop most it. part, nigga. <laughs> <Okay>. That's different. <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh, last thing I know. There was an article or there was a headline that uh, Chadwick. Go back to my boy Chadwick for a second. I just thought about this. He said that. They were asking, would you, you know, are you going to get on the Disney Plus shows? And he said something like, no, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not doing TV. And I was like, huh? Weren't you on some Netflix movies? It Ain't that TV that? I mean, I don't, I couldn't, that's why I was like, Did he, what is he talking about? Like. You already got straight to Netflix movies. If if Disney is streaming service and you call that TV, wouldn't Netflix be TV? I, I didn't think he knew what he was. Or did he mean he just didn't want to be on a short TV run? show? Well, again, it's not. They're all TV shows. It's a TV movie. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make money that that movie you you movie you you are on Netflix. They didn't go to no theaters. It was on TV. So I was, I was kind of wondering why he, I don't know, he, maybe he was thinking traditional TV or, I don't know, it didn't make no sense to me. And I was kind of like, man, you better be careful talking like that. Talk about billion dollar business. And they got a lot of riding on that shit, boy. They, they'll pull a Terrence Howard on you so quick. Don't think that they won't. <laughs> <laughs> don't get yourself, don't let your bridges get too big, sir. Just because you's on in the biggest, they don't give a fuck. They will get your black ass out of there so quick. Yeah. And I still get clown for that. Next time, baby. You're like, not for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, what happened was in the Doctor Strange Madness in the Multiverse, we pulled a different Black Panther through to the MCU, which is played by uh, played by my man from Power. What's his name? Played by Ghost. Amari. <laughs> they pulled him through through the multiverse, and so Chadwick's character is no longer Black Panther was killed. So that's Black Panther too. That would be a it'd be a cold ass game if they got Tariq to play the new Black Panther. He yeah, would be well. heated. Like oh well. 
It worked for uh, what's my man's name? What's Rodney's Jenna. name? <laughs> oh, uh, bro, <laughs> bro, yeah. uh, Don Cheeto. Yeah, they worked for Don Cheeto, and that's why I was saying, think about it, Rodney. If, I know it's a joke. Like, <laughs> think about Terrence Howard. He could have been in Infinity War and Endgame. Can you imagine mm-hmm. that? You yep. fucked that bag up, man. All due respect, Don Cheeto has done a better performance, in my opinion. Oh, hell All due down. respect, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they both. I could see both of them. It's hard to see a little bit now, but I, I mean, I remember when he was an Iron Man, so could have just as easily been it. Hey, man. And this is the idiot, man. <laughs> man, man, Thanos back, man. <laughs> he would have like, been man, all in it, man. Captain America, man, why are you playing, yeah, man? man. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if we were ready for that, but I don't like seeing that totally. <laughs> I was going to tell a joke like, Tony, man, I can't feel my legs, man. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Oh, it's all right man. at the same time. <laughs> okay, last thing, if we're going to do the last, last thing. Sure. Um, <clears throat> changing gears for a, a, a taste. The NFL in their 100-year celebration has released their all-time team. And the first release was they're all-time 12 running backs. They are Eric Dickerson, Dutch Clark, Earl Campbell, Lenny Moore, O.J. Simpson, Gail Sayers, Steve Van Buren, Barry Sanders, Marion Motley, Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, and the best ever, Jim Brown. Jim oh, Brown. There's Jim a couple. Brown, head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, Steve Van Buren, I'm not too familiar with him. There's he another one you mean. 31 to 38. I think there was a, a couple other ones you named too. Dutch Clark played in the 30s. Lenny yeah, Moore was one, in the 50s. Lenny Moore I'm familiar with. I, I'm like, I, Marion <laughs> Motley was the first black man to play in the NFL. He predates Jackie Robinson and okay, he I, would run you over. I'm I'm a little insulted that you you named him like I didn't know who he was, but I'm gonna let that you one slide. Who he was? <laughs> yes, you I know, know who he was. Who did he play for? <laughs> did he play for the Browns? Very good, right? Anthony. I Thank you. I will yeah. take my L with pride and glee. All right. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm for me. Where's Marshall Falk? Marshall Falk should be on that list. A lot of people have been getting at me on Twitter about that. You know, the only thing I can say is Marshall Falk was great, don't get me wrong. But if you have Marshall, and I'll leave it like this, given the players that you know, Anthony, who do you take off? Uh, it would be Van Buren. But you don't know him. Because uh, I'm just that's what I could go with because Marion Motley, Jim Brown, Emmett, uh, exactly. Walter Payton. No, nah, I couldn't. Barry Sanders, absolutely not. Barry Sanders, I weigh rate just below Jim Brown, in my opinion. Um, a lot of people but, do. But uh, yeah, Marshall Falk needs to be on that list. He was a beast. You know, people are saying that uh, Adrian Peterson should be on the list. You know, people are saying <sighs> that Damian Tomlinson, no. Mm, no disrespect, I can see no. the case, but no. 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 Marshall Falk, though. 
Again. <laughs> but I'm sorry, real quick, because I know we're going way over Mike's head. I know it's Rice, T.O., Moss, right? For wide receivers. Oh, no receivers? Yeah. Uh, they haven't done receivers yet. Next week, they're oh, going to okay. do linemen or defensive line and linebackers. <clears throat> and we all know the number one name is going to be the real LT, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> I mean, you can do crack in between downs, you know. That's that's a skill. And still stop everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White, everybody else falling behind them. Okay. Well, sports talk there. All right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta get up out of here. We're doing a marathon thing here today, apparently. Uh so with that said. Work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.